No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Those of you that listen to No Simple Road know that we love coffee, right? Heck Especially yeah. you, Mr. Like Conductor over coffee there. Coffee is is my drink. Your number one drink. Thing. And ever since we started No Simple Road, I always wanted a coffee sponsor on the that, show. That's true. And true. ever since we started Aaron No Simple the, Road, you always have a cup of coffee when we start our show. That's, the, that's yeah, Aaron, Aaron is the connoisseur of coffee. So check this out. I'm stoked tell you guys about something awesome what no simple road is now sponsored by grady's cold brew what check that out grady's is a company they were uh founded back in 2011 in the bronx in hunts point and and grady is my hometown a real person that's a real dude it's not just named grady's for no reason kind of like dave's killer bread yeah this stuff (laughs) okay so they sent us a sample of this and let me explain to you guys what this is it's like a a ziploc mylar ish not mylar, uh, plastic bag. I don't want to say plastic. It's, plastic. it's like foil bag. Yeah, that stands up in the fridge, right? And it comes with these big tea bags filled with coffee grounds and chicory and their like signature blend of spices, right? And I you, like that they call them bean bags. They are bean bags, <laughs> and you put the bean bags, four of them, in the little package, and it's got a spout on the front. And it ziplocks shut. You put eight cups of water in there. You throw that thing in the fridge. And overnight. You can place it in the fridge too. Oh, yeah. If you throw it, it might burst open. And overnight, you have awesome cold brew. One of the things about cold brew that I always hated and the reason I never did it at home is because you needed to have like contraptions to make cold brew. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah, for the long drip. You like contraptions, babe. Yeah, but not for this. And <laughs> and this was like, oh shit, this is a game changer. Super great packaging. Thing that I love is the nozzle. You flip it upside down and storing it in the fridge so that it doesn't drip. So you're not getting all that co- black coffee on your nice, beautiful, clean fridge. You just flip up the nozzle and when you're ready, you turn it back down, squeeze it, and you've got a beautiful cup of cold brew and with I, no mess. I got to say the thing that I love, as you two know, is I do not drink hot coffee. <laughs> yes, you don't. I always am putting ice cubes in it, so now we've got a bag to go ready in the fridge anytime I want a nice cold coffee. <laughs> yeah, and what's rad, too, is the chicken adds a really subtle natural sweetness so like 
people who like their coffee black aren't really going to notice, but the sweetness comes out when you put some milk in it, and that's that cow is milk, the truth. Plant based. I put oat milk in my cold brew the other day, zero sugar. So somebody for me, I'm trying to cut out sugar at every everywhere I can, and in the morning I love a little bit of sugar in my coffee, right. but. This cold brew made it, so I only need to add milk to it, and it's flavorful and delicious. So check this. I'm going to read you guys some of the talking points on this. People use no sugar or a lot less. It brews a cold brew concentrate that can be mixed with anything from goat to oat milk or just straight black. Also makes a great cocktail. Talking like white Russians. You hear me out there? It retails for 30 bucks at Grady'sColdBrew.com. Shipping's free. The pouch is reusable and the bean bags are compostable and the pouch packs flat for travel. So you could take it on vacation or camping festivals, right? So (laughs) that's, I, if you listen back to the Northwest string summit episode, one of the things I hated about going to festivals was not being able to get a good cup of coffee. And I bought all this shit so that I could have good coffee at a festival. Check it out. I can have Grady's at the festival. I can show up on day one with my little flat pack of Grady's, put my bean bags in my Ziploc thing, pour some water in there. Boom. Good to go. Good to go. So you guys. And you need that little extra kick when you, festival season oh, starts yeah. back up. One You're tired all night. Then you wake up and you got this cold brew. And then you can have it. And it's ready to go. Yeah. Like, you're tired like, and 36 cups in a bag you could actually offer your neighbor in their tent like hey would you like a cup of cold brew too mm-hmm. true yeah so the kit contains three batches of 12 cups each it comes out to about a buck a cup which is a lot cheaper than five dollars at bucks place i'm not even gonna say their <laughs> name but yeah man. well everybody knows you can go anywhere what you're any coffee shop and it's gonna be Anywhere from a very small cup, three something, to a large for like about eight. five to for eight. Yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah, depending so on how fancy pants it is. They're hooking you guys up, man. They're giving you twenty percent off and free shipping. So go to Crick, geez, Grady's Cold Brew dot com and you get your shipping for free. Put in the promo code NSR, and you are going to get twenty percent off, free shipping. You're going to get uh, your little coffee kit. You're going to have cold brew in your fridge. It's going to be amazing. Trust me on this one. Chicory, coffee, spices adds up to awesomeness. In it's your my fridge. favorite. It's my absolutely it favorite. Is favorite. I well, I I love chicory coffee ever since I tried it at this wonderful donut shop here in Las Vegas or um, not Las Vegas, Portland. We're in Portland. <laughs> called Nola. And um that chicory coffee just it it adds some delicious flavor to it. So you guys try out Grady's. You will not be disappointed. Grady's coldbrew.com promo code NSR 20% off. Thanks, Grady's. We're stoked you're here with us. No Simple Road is also sponsored by Shop Tour Bus. We all did it together. Yeah. Yay. You want to know why we did it together? Why? Because we all love Shop Tour Bus. Why do we love it? We love them because they have the most unique and beautifully thought out Grateful Dead inspired merchandise such as hoodies, t shirts, stickers. Baby clothes. We just ordered Jasper. Um, the long the long, oh, sleeve, the long sleeve. Let it grow t-shirts um, in tribute to Zion's third birthday. Happy so birthday, Zion. Happy, birthday, happy birthday, Zion. Thank you so much for the new designs that continue to come out. They have the... They have the new... The, right now you can pre-order the new trucking design, which I freaking love. Yeah. It is awesome. 
Reminds me of one of my friend's old 1965 Chevy pickup with the whole gang of skeletons all riding in the back. And it has all the cities on it. It's an awesome design. You guys need to go check it out and pre-order one. Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and hook yourself up with free shipping with the promo code no simple road and check it out. It's going to come in a hand designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. One of a kind. No other box like that on the planet. And you might even get a miracle bootleg Grateful Dead cassette tape on the inside. There's going to be all kinds of other extras in there. And I think I, I saw that they were going to be putting vitamin C in the boxes of right there you on. Go. A, little, so, a little dose Take of health care of the family man so go to shoptourbus.com online enter the promo code no simple road at checkout get your free shipping i was just gonna throw in something silly really quick Uh the other day i had to take my car in for service they gave me a nice 2021 uh like rental car which i liked for about three seconds then i got mad because it's not my 2007 car that has a cassette deck in it (laughs) with all of my shop tour bus bootlegs to listen to yeah man so you might be one of those lucky miracle winners so go go take your chances get yourself hooked up because shows are coming back you guys it's coming it's happening soon and you want to look fresh when you walk on that lot and then you're going to spill grilled cheese on it so go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Put in the promo code No Simple Road. Get yourself free shipping and hook yourself up. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out.
Hey now. No Simple Rope family, what's happening? Hey now. How's everybody hey, everybody. You what made, is up, You everyone? made it to the week. I'm proud of you. I want you to know that Aaron, Mel, and Apple are proud of your progress. Welcome. Yeah, we really are because I'm quite proud of our progress this week too. You know, I've been especially thinking, yours, Aaron. Well, thanks, babe. Appreciate that. And you know what? I shouldn't say especially. Both. I work with such hardworking men. Everybody. I get, I want everyone out there to know. This is not a PSA, oh. but I have to take the time before we steamroll into our episode to shout out Apple and Aaron for really, yeah, for all the hard work. And the only reason I said Apple first and not Aaron is because Aaron always gets to go first with two A's in his name. That's right. So oh, I, I, I shout out Apple first because he, I worked with him in his current job and i know exactly what it takes which to, is so super fun working together it was amazing <laughs> and it was a great opportunity to work with apple outside of the house and the what the amount of work he needs to do to make that two big dispensaries run is it takes so much attention and so much focus be and slinging that weed yeah, but you have to do it right and yeah. you have to do it like efficiently, but you have to do it properly. It's so important with the with regulations, OLCC, all that stuff. And then, and then so to much come product, so much from. product <laughs> and then so much to come homes with, with you to try. So you're really into your craft as far as like, no, I mean, this I know, is from a professional no, thing. No, I appreciate because it's weed. Well, that's what I like, Melanie recognizes that because so many people join the industry. We we have a lot of turnover because people think like like oh cannabis industry. I can just get high all day and it is I, not. I've that never easy. worked so hard in my life as I. I mean, I've done construction and a lot of stuff, but it, it's hard work. Yes, we are. I mean, cannabis is booming. It is. We are so busy. We and so it's rad. So yeah, all yeah. The, well, all the innovation plus all the upkeep plus all the relationships that you keep plus even coming home and just being pleasant, like, and it, then doing the show, and then doing the show, and that to me, I'm I'm like sitting back, like that's the norm, but I'm recognizing the further back I look, I'm like, wow, what we're doing here and specifically individually you Apple, like that's a huge part of the community that you're helping to serve. And your voice yeah. sounds like Al Franken. Somebody said, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? You, you get more like compliments about your voice. Than that's anything. funny. Like, hey, I love Al Franken. But yeah. So I wanted to shout you out Apple and tell you how much I love you and I appreciate Aww. you and how much I see your hard work and I admire it because you, you're like, encompass all aspects it's like your work is like your life you don't it's not like oh yeah, there work. is no difference no no yeah yeah well which i thank you so much thanks yeah. for saying that it, it's just i mean i'm 51 and i finally well i've been doing this coming up on five years now yeah you found your special found, purpose yeah yeah it, it i never thought i would be doing this and i know cannabis well always yeah. have yeah you deserve all the accolades and now, now to see that. it becoming and now it's recognized as true medicine and to see people getting off of their pills and everything yeah. through it is just it's very rewarding and I love that. never in my life have I had a try. You know, normally my weeks are about 50 hours a week. Yeah. I used to always be that guy. It's like watching the clock, like, oh, 459, I'm clocking out and going home. Now it's like, oh, shit, it's already yeah. 630. Mm -hmm. I guess I better start getting ready to go home. I, yeah. I love it. As much as I, I liked it, I, I just said. see that it's it's you. It You've literally found your 
it's good to see you in your own groove. Like, you, you, damn, that's what it looks well, like when somebody I, loves what they do and works hard and gets rewarded. And I got to say for, for Aaron and Melanie, too, I mean, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be as good as what I'm doing without living with you guys. What Like what we got going on with, yeah, you know, man. with Ryder, too, being part of this household. It provides us with being able to have a really nice place and a really nice life, yeah. which helps you be focused and that's more true. in everything you do. And you guys are always supportive of everything, even when I'm Jimmy Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? You you last through our moments too, so that's rad. Yeah. And then, babe, I I didn't plan this. I really didn't, but I just think it's so deserving because. You guys are so special, <laughs> and that's oh, who. Oh, are we less special? <laughs> um, see, nice segue. But yes, um, welcome, the special to the show today. And this is how we are starting out your show is by um, just shouting out the special what, people, the special people in our life, and and Aaron and Apple. But now you, babe, like this week was really hard on you. The last couple weeks, actually. And you know how I'm always like reading shit about like paying attention to people's faces and <laughs> creases and all that. And mm-hmm. I just see that it's worn on you. But this is like some of the best work you've done in these last couple of weeks, like these advancements in not just your life, but your career and like with the whole family. And I don't know if you see that or not, like the mm-hmm. the leaps and the progress that you're making with like one phone call or like two emails or like one afternoon with your, you know, having lunch it, all of these moments, like count, like accumulate this energy. And then you just like throw this massive amount of energy with a couple, like I said, phone calls. And it, it's amazing to me, yeah. but I also see that it, depletes you so much like energetically and i just want to say one i don't know where the hell you get your reboot of energy but i watch you do it and it's fucking rad like i feel lucky to see it it's it's constantly amazing what aaron the the other night aaron came to us and asked me and mel to you mean because he does 90 percent of what you see it amazes me he's constantly our, our social media, I get comments at work all the time from coworkers and uh, customers that are listeners. They're like, dude, you guys are killing it. Your, your, your social media is incredible. That's all Aaron. Every time it's, I see something yeah. like that, you don't go without posting. So you were constantly posting things. And he, but he asked us to please start looking at the emails again. To, so we can, it's so much that he doesn't have time to update us on everything that's coming in all the time. And we started, me and Mel started looking at the emails and it's so much communication. And it's gotten do, us, it has it's gotten amazing. us reengaged. Like it yeah. has gotten us reengaged in the show. It was easy to fall out of like, what are we doing this week? Yeah. And, and then Aaron's holding the pressure, not only of, responding to this and making shit happen but responding to what's happening like he's like playing racquetball right right now and it's the dopest game i've ever seen and i'm like wow and i i'm i just love you one and thank you for keeping this really cool thing happening for being our conductor yeah thanks you guys and then let's throw it on or let's let's, let, let's gush on mel for a second <laughs> here too because we got the, the, the special patriot or uh, matriarch of the household that just 
fucking lives. That's with, right, patriarch. Yeah, patriarch. Because you kind of play both roles. We're living in a house with fucking four dudes that are, you know, not not the tidiest. I know. I mean, just a lot of things. Four big dudes, and she handles it with ninety nine percent of the time, grace Style. and love and everything, and gives us that like the foundation that we've built this on. And then Aaron has just constructed away on this foundation. And Mel, I, it's I, just great the love that we have. I have to household. add on to that and say that, like, your constant positivity. Yeah. Is like the. If, if somebody asked me what the special ingredient in my sauce is, like, that's it. When you have somebody around you that, like, you don't want to let them down by feeling shitty because they're up. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's not a pressure thing. Yeah, she brings the level up. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like, oh, shit. That's, it's a constant reminder of, like, a visual attitude check. And I couldn't do this without that. I, there's, I would end up in, in a hole in my head. And Mel... Everybody's heard this to Mel's laugh, her laugh, her laughter and her laugh is just in, it's infectious. Yep. Like Aaron was just saying, you could be feeling like shit. I've had that before. I'm laying in my room feeling like shit and I hear Mel upstairs, all the way upstairs laughing because her laugh, <laughs> laugh carries through, it carries through concrete. concrete bunkers and it, and it lights you up. It's like. Okay, I need to get my ass up because <laughs> fucking, see what's it, happening. yeah, it's like it's like motivational. She's like a motivational speaker through her laughter, well, <laughs> and it just makes you laugh and it makes you in a good mood. Like like I want to get my ass up and come upstairs and see what's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, man, you you uh, you're magic. Yeah, and I love you. Thanks, baby. And you know if this this might seem uh, out of left field, but it's not the the guest on the show this week is the special and you guys we didn't when they came to us i had never heard them before and it instantly became something that we're consistent whoa consistently Sorry. listening to <laughs> i need a drink after all that crying and i dropped my clio <laughs> um it became something that we're consistently listening to around here and then after meeting the guys like this is a group of friends that have been doing this thing for a very long time together. And there is a bond and a uh, nonverbal communication that happens between them musically and uh, also in conversation too. That's really, really magic. And it's kind of like what we got going on here. Mm. The support that you see with them. And the excitement and yeah. the the hard work and the and the mutual love. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. when when some when people love the same thing, that creates a certain and a very special kind of bond. It really does. It's it's different from anything else. If you love like the same person a lot or like the same music as someone a lot, there's a deep bond there's there. deepness because. Mm-hmm whatever that thing you love provides that it provides that to that other person also. Yeah. And so the sharing that is, it's fantastic. 
it there it was such a pleasure yeah and so much fun a lot of laughing Mm -hmm. and having a good time such cool guys and really reminded me and apple of ourselves yeah took you guys back to that oh yeah yeah high school days i wish that we were younger guys that could have hung out with them back then now you guys that are younger sense. guys, but you are back then now. That's actually kind of exactly what you guys well, are. Well, it's fun. Like, we're like, you're still wearing the Vans, the T-shirts, the Levi's. You guys still I'm, going to concerts I with the well, merch. Like, I forget. Changing. I forget Sorry. all the time. Like in this interview, you guys are going to hear it. I, I mean, I forget. I, it's definitely. I don't feel my age. I don't act it or anything. No. And like talking to you guys reminds me sometimes. It's like holy shit, I am older than these guys because they were like wanting to hear about me seeing Primus back in the. 90s yeah. and stuff and i i forget a lot of the experience well you guys are our pieces of history to <laughs> <laughs> relics yes yeah, which is cool it is cool because you know now it's not so far away because you see memes you see like old shows you can like type it up but we had our memory before they didn't have like volumes you could watch yeah like, you the had seasons. point and click cameras you had to get the film developed. yeah and so for people to learn from people that were there, that's special right now. That's less special. That's less special. And that's what they're doing with their freaking dope. Badass music. Yeah. The, this They have something coming out. They do. This Friday, they are doing a live dope. stream that is an entire Primus album. Frizzle Fry, right? Yeah, yes. They're doing the Frizzle Fry. And just go watch it. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Just go watch. Yeah, but they're, they're they're so excited about it. So I'm excited, and they've because, been studying. Yes, this is something that they've been like that's been real to them like for a long time, and now like the time is right. It's like waiting for your stew for like four to six hours, and then you taste it, and you're like, oh yeah, or your dinner is served. Dinner baking, is served. You're baking your apple baking, fritters and whatever. Yeah. What? And dinner, and then when they so when, when La Special serves dinner, you get it's like a twenty course meal because oh their sound, gosh, true, man. <laughs> their sound goes like one minute. This is one of those bands that you almost forget who you're listening to from track to track. You're right. It's like, is this the same band? Because they just encompass so so many different sounds and influences and everything so well. So yeah, thanks to Claw and. And Jamflow Management for bringing this one to us, man. You guys, we appreciate you, and uh, you're fucking killing it out there. So thanks a lot, man. And all the guys in the special, I just want you to know that when it's safe and the time comes and you're playing here in Portland, you got you got a home at the No Simple Road family house. Yeah, Jonathan, Rory, and Luke, we appreciate the time that you spent with us and... We just love it. We love it when um, people reach out to us because thank you for listening to the show. Oh, yeah, and we got a care package that we're sending your way to. Yeah, thank you for listening to the show, and thanks for, you know, going that step further and being like, I want to be on that show. I want (laughs) to contact them and tell them about our music. I want to talk to them. So, yeah, thank you for that. Right on. And, you know, we don't just get you to the interview, though. No. It's not. No. What No Simple Road is all about. So if you want to get to the interview, fast forward. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't fast forward. Don't, don't you to dare to touch that fast forward. I will slap your hand. Sometimes people want to hear what they want to hear. They can come back later. Okay, well, don't do that. Don't listen to Mel. <laughs> don't listen to me. Mm-mm. They just were saying, if you guys listened to the earlier... <laughs> 
I, I you, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna start things off this week. Okay. Um, I don't normally do that, but I'm gonna do that this week on the heels of what you were just talking about. Mm. So, you know, <clears throat> I've been listening back to past episodes of No Simple Road, and um, from the beginning, or March of 2020 until now, I went back and I, and I like listened to all the episodes. And uh, it, it's a really good audio diary of the reality of what we've all faced and gone through. And we're at a moment right now where the pressure is lifting. Finally, a little bit, there is, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's really been on my mind about what we as a family the no simple road crew bring to you guys now because it's really important to not forget everything that we went through. That shit was important. It was the most difficult time of all of our lives. I can, besides when I was homeless and strung out on heroin, this last year was really difficult emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of it. And, um, socially. Yeah. And so now that it's starting to break and we're coming out of it, I want to hold on to all the things that I've gained through that hard work. And we never censored ourselves in the sense that when we were going through shit, we told you guys about it. Yes. I didn't hold back from that because I, I can't, that's what we are. That's what we do. And, um, now we're in a different place and um you know if you get in a fight and you get beat up when you're healing from that and you're coming through you need care and attention and love and that is what i feel like we need to do now is take care of our family and love them and like help each other get back up and move forward and now that music is starting again and like Trey is talking about fish coming back and California is opening up in April hog farm hideaway is probably going to happen peach music festival I saw announced there's all these things that are brewing I want all of us to remember something man like there was a time last April when we didn't know if it was ever going to happen again We were questioning everything. And when we walk onto that lot, we need to walk onto that lot with immense gratitude in our heart for where we are. We need to walk there being very grateful for the opportunity to be together again and to celebrate with music and our friends and our family and do the thing that we love the most. Because it's not guaranteed. And it's easy to forget that. And I want to hold on to that because what that's going to do is elevate the whole fucking experience for all of us from now on. For the fans, for the band, for the management, for the front of house, back of house, the sound guy, the light guy, all of us. It's going to elevate that experience to something that I don't even, can't even comprehend sitting here in the studio right now. So I just want to hold on to that and remind all of you guys of that. I don't, 
want to ever take this thing for granted again. I want to love it and take care of it and do the fragile. Yeah. And do the best we can for our family and bring you guys new music and be a platform for these bands to have a voice and connect you with them so that you're on a deeper level with them. When you go see them, you know who they are and you can have that experience to like the infinity degree instead of just like, yeah, I went to a show on Tuesday night, got hammered and went home. Like let's make it something that we didn't even know existed before. So I said all that to say that like what Mel was talking about, like the difficult week and like seeing it on my face, like it's tough to get to that point of realizing that it, and it's not over. This hasn't ended at work. We're, this is like the beginning. You're of starting it. to feel like the plasticity of the ball that we've been in. You can kind of push on the wall a little bit, but it isn't broken. And um, so there's still pressure. And uh, I got demons in my head, man, like everybody else. And they talk shit and <laughs> they fucking tell me that what we're doing is dumb and like a million other bullshit lies. And, uh, sometimes it, it wears on me to like keep that at bay. And I think that's what you see. You know what I mean? Like that self doubt and the imposter syndrome and that stuff, because we've leveled up and we've stepped into something completely different than we were doing before personally and as no simple road Mm -hmm. and it's the responsibility of it is a little frightening to me sometimes but i'm not shying away from it i'm just telling you the truth you know what i mean like i'm fucking doing it but (laughs) you know what i mean oh shit it's like that getting on the roller coaster like you're scared to do it but you're gonna do it because you know it's rad so that's what you're seeing and uh yeah that's my week (laughs) (laughs) i mean (laughs) how do you follow that that's what i was gonna say that what the the one week he like goes first now now yeah my week was well here i'll I'll get yeah Yeah, yeah, we need a little my week involved seven days that we're good. And no, no. he came home with <laughs> no, some sneakers. I, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I got, I got, God, spoiled. Man. Yeah, this week I did get spoiled. I got another new pair of Air Force One, like custom made black <laughs> yep. and red one. They're I sweet. got, a, I got an Eagle sideline jacket from uh, from work. Like I, I just really appreciate. I appreciate being appreciated when people like get me stuff. He was being showered with gifts. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, one of our vendors brought me some for some beers from Great Notion because he knew I like Great Notion. I it's this was a week that was like kind of rewarding in all aspects of samples and clothes and and all kinds of good things. It's just it's nice to be appreciated, and this was one of those weeks, and it was just. It was a good week, and also it just seems like people are uh, getting happier as the year as we're getting into the year, third month. Yeah. <laughs> it's going by quick, and things are starting to look promising and good, and things are popping off with the podcast. And 
friends, plans are starting to be made, and I just had a great week. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, that, that, that's about it. So I'll pass the mic to Mel and let her tell us about her week. My week. Well, Started I think I had a... Monday. I don't... You know, every time I start... Mondays are my Fridays. I had a really... Yeah, I don't remember you guys. My week, I guess, was pretty good. I will say the highlight of my week was talking to two listeners um, and just made me feel so good. Like, Jess, you know how much I love you and appreciate our talks and just getting able, getting able, uh, being able to be there for somebody and then the vice versa happening, you know, then being able to be there for me and uh, shout out to Beadworks by Jenny and just her lending an ear for a short time to, you know, just connect to something. And it was just really cool to have girlfriends this week because I love you guys, but sometimes you just need a female perspective. And um, one of my clients, we had a really great talk to. And so I just had a lot of good feminine energy this week, which I really desperately needed. And the only reason I know that now is because I had it, not because I <laughs> don't think that I needed it. You know, <laughs> you got it, and then we're like, "That's yeah. what I needed." I needed yeah, I needed, cool. I needed like a female hug and and a, like a good job, girl, and like you're gonna make it through this kind of thing. But like with that feminine energy, and I just I'm appreciative of that. And because there's so many exciting things going on with the show, it brings excitement in the house and. um like I think Apple or no, you mentioned babe or whoever mentioned it earlier about um, looking at the emails and just getting a little bit more involved with the show um, all together has a different effect than just when one or two of us is excited. Mm-hmm. When Apple and me and you are all excited about stuff, it's different when you and Apple are excited. It's the trifecta. Or it's right different there. than yeah. if me and you are excited and Apple's not, or even me and Apple and you're not. Like, well, this is a team yeah. effort. Well, but sometimes team. things work with two of us well, digging it and the yes. other one's just going along. And, like, and, and you, like you got you guys obviously because you're married and share a bedroom and all that you talk a lot more about a lot of times you guys yeah. mention and I'm like what and you're like oh we didn't tell you that well we've been talking about this well yeah. it's that like having a, a three well and in the morning too with you guys talking about a bunch of stuff that I don't or you know like when I'm when you guys are smoking I don't participate in a lot of those conversations so things sometimes are you know. They just get thrown around differently. It's like having a three-cylinder car. You can run the car on two cylinders, even one, but it's not going to go as fast. It's not going to perform well. But when that thing is firing on all cylinders, it is operating as it's supposed to. And that, believe it or not, that was part of the reason I said that to you guys. Like, we all need to be in it the same, to the same degree yeah and if i'm the only one that's paying attention to what's going on not only is there so much going on that i can't fucking literally can't keep track yeah. you but, literally can't remember if you've told us or not and i see right. why with oh, yeah. so many back and forths and communications well, going on i have so many personal expectations of you too like has nothing to do with the show nothing to do with anything except for 
I want your attention or I want you to remember something from me or where did I leave my phone, babe? You know, little things like that. And so <laughs> I always, most of the time can help you find your No, phone. you, you're the bomb, but it, I'm just saying like, it is funny living in the house, all three of us, because we've talked about this. There, sometimes there are little jealousies, like I'm Aaron's yeah. best friend. Yeah. Mel's is why. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be like, well, why are you guys? And then, and then me and you will be in the kitchen laughing. And Aaron comes in like, <laughs> like what are you going guys on having here? fun so for without going me? On fun in here? So the, the, when the three of us are doing like the pod, I mean, this yeah. is definitely something that we do together for sure. all the time. It, it's it's special. And you it can't, really is. You can't leave Darwin out. Seriously. No, like you literally you can't. cannot leave him out. Darwin, if any time we've ever had the show like and had him out of the room since we've been in the studio or like try to leave him inside when we were recording outside on the porch, he wasn't having it. He'd scratch at the window. He'd like moan and whine. The minute he gets in here, he'll just lay down and just he be is, with us. He He's is the unspoken energy of no. Oh, he really room. is. And, and I was just telling Mel before we cracked the mics, like he is an engine of love that's his job yeah, is to is. just put out love and you know what's awesome about him any person that's come to do the show in person fall in love with darwin and him yeah. them yes yes Yes. We have people that want to come over here like i say the, they want to my, visit darwin. one of my buddies at work may come over tonight and he's like i'm being honest i'm coming to see darwin but i'll, I'll, I'll also, be nice to everybody also else. be nice to you guys so yeah it's um i guess i've just like i've had a really good week all in all i've had some you know other mommy stuff happening like personal mom shit coming to light i'm just having a hard time with forgiving my mom and all of these like female signs continue to like point to um like just that nurturing kind of a thing and i just i'm that's what i'm in right now i'm working through that and sometimes i have good days and sometimes it's harder that's all there is i think that everybody that's hearing our voices right now was going to be like shaking their head like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i've just been you know it's like i'm annoyed with myself in a way because i'm like frustrated that i should just be able to be over this just get over it mel yeah just get over it (laughs) so that's like i'm i'm frustrated slash disappointed slash unrealistic expectations on myself and and then I'm like, no, this is actually the time where you're supposed to feel it because you've been postponing feeling this for a long time, girl. And so, like, that struggle is real right now for me. Mm. <clears throat> that so makes sense. I, like, I have not hit my rock bottom with feeling bad about this. Well. I'm feeling it. But, you know, I'm always trying to keep a positive I'm feeling all this and then all this beautiful stuff is happening still, you know? So that's the ebb and flow of life. Yeah. It's uh, a beautiful feeling. And the love that I got out of last week's um, intro when we were talking about Simon or whatever, and it was just really cool to get people from behind the scenes, like, you know, just got my back and sending out love and just, you know, that was sweet. So I appreciate just everybody listening and in their own way, just kind of sending me vibes and it's it's helping it's funny that nowadays behind the scenes is not so behind the scenes <laughs> yeah it's all becoming the same scene i know it's really really trippy and cool very true yeah. <laughs> very true babe well you guys everybody out there ladies and gentlemen we love you 
and appreciate that you spend time with us yeah. and that you listen to the show and that you and that like, you got our back like melda said mm-hmm. we all of you got mm-hmm. our backs like we got your back. it's good to know somebody's got your back and really cares yeah man i i called on brady yeah. this week needed his help with something and he was right there jason coming to visit jason, that was yeah. uplifting and like so you know just seeing a brother just for the heck of it and just spending a few minutes that was freaking beautiful it was rad what he said i haven't seen you guys all year i missed you mm. that's we missed you too mm-hmm. man yeah so no simple road family you are our favorite period <laughs> <laughs> that's it well said babe yeah we love you guys and because we love you we're going to do the business and get you to the interview that's so right that sounds special you ready Follow us on all the social media platforms if you don't already. At No Simple Road, go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Go to the merch tab. Buy yourself a t-shirt because the weather's changing. It's getting warmer. Or it's still a little chilly where you're at and you need a new hoodie. So hook yourself up there. You could do that. Coffee mug. You can use a coffee mug all year round. I love the coffee mugs. Those camping coffee mugs are dope. dope. Yep. And you know what else? Go on Apple Podcasts. You. (gasps) Do we have one? Hey, no. Oh, hey, you, okay. check it out. We need a new one. We need a new five-star review new. on Apple Podcasts. We need Podcasts. a new five-star review. We need a new five-star five review. review. Oh, we yeah, you, you listening to this, that's you. Five-star review. There it is. All right. That's you. You're going to do that, and then next week, you're going to sponsor the song that we sing next week for five-star reviews <laughs> with mm-hmm. your five-star review. That's right. So if you want to hear me stop saying five-star review, leave a five-star review and Apple Podcasts for us. And then when you're done doing that, go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and become a patron. Q dollars. Listen, man. They add up. All of you, ladies and gentlemen, listen to No Simple Road because you're hearing me right now say this. You, in fact, are listening to No Simple Road (laughs) and you have been getting four episodes a month. If you pledge a buck a month, that's a quarter an episode. You know what that quarter does for us? Everything means the world to us. All of you that have signed up on Patreon and have become Chan donators in the past. Hell yeah. You are the best human beings Thank on you. the planet. Thank, Thank you for you. helping us Thank keep you. gas in our tank. And all of you out there that are on the fence, get off the fucking fence and come hang out with the No Simple Road family monetarily. Give us a big hug. Get down on it. <sighs> Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. Yeah, yeah. And you can call the tepid line at 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. Operators are standing Standing by by. to take your number. Take your number. Take your message. Did you ever play that message that you said you were going to? Oh, no. Hang on a second. I'll play it for you guys. We did get a new... we got, tepid, we got a tepid, tepid line, line message. Yeah, help yeah. me out here. Help me out. All right. Yeah. So last week, Aaron was going to play our tepid message line and uh, we spaced. So this week it is coming to you live. Let's see if I can pull this Strong. Off. I think you can. You pull most things off. Oh. Chris driving around listening to some rage against the MF and machine. And I was thinking about. Rally around the rainbow family with a pocket full of IQ life. Rally around the rainbow family with a pocket full of podcast. Rally around the rainbow family with a pocket full of you can fill in the last part. Love you guys. Have a good Friday. Uh. <laughs> Hell yeah, John. <laughs> Johnny Bananas. Wow. Family. All right. With a pocket full of fish life. Hang on. With more? 
Hey fam, what's up? Hope you guys are all doing good. We're coming up on uh, New Year's Eve pretty soon here, and I just wanted to contact you guys. I was going to send an email, but um, it was easier to just call and leave a voicemail, and you guys should be able to hear my voice just like I can hear yours anytime I want. Um, this time of year, I always get to thinking about you guys and the family and being up there, and I just really wanted to express my gratitude for you guys and, you know, you're having me out there when you did, and it was, it just really started a, a sequence of healing and, um, you know, becoming a better person and meeting new people, and I'm just forever grateful to you guys for that and um, for your show and for everything you guys do. You really are an essential service now more than ever. And thank you guys for that so much. And I just wanted to send you guys, you know, some good vibes, blessings, love to everyone, Ryder, Darwin, Aaron, Apple, Mel, and everyone around you guys, the baby. Hope you guys are all healthy and happy. And it sounds like you are, but, you know, I just hope the best for you guys all the time. So I just kind of wanted to express that with my voice. And I hope you guys have a really fun night. And I'll be thinking about you. Thank you guys so much for everything you do. And much love to you. Later on, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Damn, Laura. Talk about right somebody on, who's really great at expressing herself. Right. She's very articulate at expressing her emotional truth. And I appreciate that about her. So a lot. Yeah, that that just happened. That's what happens at the tepid line. I'm just saying, guys. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, John. Laura. You guys, 971-808-1524. That's it. That's what Yay. you gotta do. Now are we gonna get them? We're gonna get them to the interview. To the interview? We're gonna get get ready to get in there. What? Have some fun, have some laughs. Like I said at the end of the interview, we were talking to them. The special will punch you in the stomach, but they will also lift you up and hand you a beer when they're done. Also, give um, Ancient Homies a try. First of all, it's the cutest album cover I've seen all year long. Okay. All year long. And don't forget there. the live stream on Friday night, the Frizzle Fry live stream re reproduction, right? That's right. That's what yeah. you call it? I guess. Reenactment? Or, well, it's, it's going to be new. Well, they're going to do it in their style. In their style. Okay. So uh, it's gonna tribute. Be, it's going to be exciting. There tribute. The Mel Frizzle Fry tribute. There it is. Mel nailed it. So without further ado... The No Simple Road crew gives you The Special.
is it Jonathan or John? Uh, Jonathan, John, Johnny, whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Mel. And I'm Apple. Hi, guys. What's happening, man? So go, yeah. Rory, Jonathan just said who he was. Why don't you, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody and then we'll get over to I'm you. Rory. I'm Rory here. I play the drums. Yeah, Sweet. you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> right. You guys, so before. Wait, any, but did Luke get to oh, go? Yeah, Luke. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, sorry. I was wrapped up in these guys intro. <laughs> uh, I play uh, bass. I play some synth and sometimes I sing a little bit or just talk in the microphone. Okay, right on, right on man. It, so I owe you guys an apology. Um, I think we scheduled this like three different times, all of us. <laughs> so like you guys canceled once, we canceled yeah. once, and then another time something else happened. I'm sorry, man. That's not how we usually roll, um, but we finally did no, it. So no thanks. worries at all. No, that was on our bad too. And, you know, I thought it was fitting, man. It's no simple road. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> so, you know something weird that happened around us finding out about you guys. So we were listening to you on the porch one day. And then like a couple of days later, I heard from your management. So that was odd. Then we booked the interview with you guys. And the day we booked the interview, like an hour later, one of my buddies texted me and he's like, have you heard of these guys? And it was you guys. And he's like, you got to listen to this. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, something's happening with these cats. So, you guys, I know that, like, 2020 is an asshole, and uh, it was a real drag for everybody, but I'm curious, like, how has it been for you guys coming out of that and coming into the new year? Like, there's stuff happening with you guys. How's it feeling? Yeah, it it feels good. We're um, proud of the way that our band and our team has been able to react to the way the music industry changed. Um, We were fortunate. We were on the road when COVID first started. And so, you know, we our tour got cut short. We came home and quarantined and just kind of, you know, went through the motions like everybody else, but eventually started working together again. And, you know, we were fortunate to not be too far from each other to where we could still like operate in a small bubble and work at our studio rehearsal space music school that johnny has the music seller so we made a conscious effort to take advantage of it and get a lot of recording and writing and work done that we normally couldn't do on the road and we were able to do that and our team's been able to crush it with merch and finishing this album and other recording projects so we're grateful and we've also worked hard um throughout this time so it's uh it's been it's been cool in the absence of shows but we miss those too you know Wow, so you didn't you didn't skip a beat. You just were like, okay, we're doing this now. Like pivot easily. Wow. Yeah, that was the idea. Yeah, try we tried as best as we could. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of a lot like your music. How you guys switch it up? <laughs> for real, got to adapt. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. You get bored of one thing. It it was refreshing for us to record more and work on projects we always wanted to, and we got to dabble in the film score world a little bit, and all these things that are hard to make time for when you're touring a lot. So. It was nice to be able to be able to take advantage of that time. Where where are you guys? Uh, Millerton, New York, is where Johnny is. Yeah, we all met in high school in uh, Northwest Connecticut. We grew up in small towns in Northwest Connecticut. Luke and Rory uh, were in grade school together. I met them in high school. I actually met Rory in like a regional band where like the <laughs> got together and did like concert band. 
he had frosted tips and a corn t-shirt on and he asked me what kind of drum set i had i told him it was a pearl he's like me too so we bonded over that hell yeah <laughs> and now we're not far from there our studio is like 15 minutes from where we grew up right That's on. Nuts. you guys are like in the pocket with each other like that's a lot like a long time to know each other and how long out of that time has it been music based the whole time All of it sounds like yeah pretty much right i mean i guess from the first conversation with john rory the same rory and i met in grade school a few years uh before we got together in high school and yeah i saw rory's band play in sixth grade and me and my friends wanted to start a band i convinced my mom to buy a guitar and um, yeah, it's kind of always been music at the core. Wow, um, you, you know, so, yeah, so it's cool. Something weird about that is like, like me and this guy have been friends since I was like twelve, and he was thirteen. I'm, you're fifty one. Yeah, right? fifty one yeah. now. Yeah, it was a long friendship here. <laughs> and like, nice. Yeah, and being friends that long, like, there's a lot of nonverbal communication that goes on after knowing somebody for that long, like telepathic level shit that happens. And him, obviously we don't play music together. And I've always wondered like if that would carry over into playing music, do you guys find that because you've been friends for so long that it's easy to maneuver in that nonverbal space when you're playing? Yeah, Definitely. Um, there's a shorthand that's not, it's definitely like kind of unspoken in a lot of ways that, um, and even to that point when you do have to speak about it, you can get to it a lot quicker because you have that common ground, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely like an unspoken kind of just reading body language or whatever it may be. Um, definitely plays into the communication for sure. It's a, it's, it's a trip to, to know somebody like that and know, like you said, their body language and um, their nonverbal cues like that. And in playing music together and, and finding that space, was that something that happened like from the get-go or is it something that's that you've had to cultivate over time? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Um, <laughs> like, I yeah. love this. <laughs> I mean, we we first got together like uh, and played music together. I mean, um, when the three of us got together at John's house, um, you know, I mean, the first we we joke about it. Like the first songs we played together were Primus's "Greet the Sacred Cow" and Radiohead "Lucky," which are two like pretty random songs from yeah. each band. But I mean, that kind of was, I guess, uh, you know, foretelling of like the different music we'd be into playing together um and yeah we and yeah it was always music was always at the root of it we played in different bands together rory and i had played in bands uh when we were younger i mean including like a slipknot cover band john and i played in like a kind of like reggae-ish jam band too so we kind of ran the gambit with all different bands we played together and the special was always just a vehicle where we could kind of combine all of those things and not really have to fit to a 
you know, any kind of standard or anything and just kind of always be able to do our thing and explore. And so it's been cool to still do that all these years later and still kind of feel like we have that freedom. Yeah. That's dope. That's fucking cool to like be able to do that with your best friends. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. To grow up together. Yeah. And in terms of like what Rory was saying in terms of does it help playing together? What helps a lot is growing up listening to different music together and going to festivals together, playing festivals together. We just have a lot of the same reference points. Yeah. Um, so it's simple to be like, yeah, like let's make this kind of sound like this era, this band. Like let's go for like a mid nineties Medeski Martin and Wood vibe on a jam where some musician would be like, what the fuck does that mean? Like right. For us, we know exactly what it means. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that was one of the things that really like drew me into your, your music is that, I you can't put your finger on it. First of all, no. well, because it keeps changing up, which is so rad. Mm-hmm. You just starting to get into the groove of that, and you and then it switches up, and it forces you to pay attention, which I love. Is that just a natural like a, a natural outpouring of the influences that you've had over time, or is that calculated? Is that something that you guys are like? I want to have this kind of music come out. It's funny. It's not really something we ever consciously talk about, but it is something that people comment on a lot. Where like, is that a conscious decision to go from like a dub feel to a metal feel? And not really. It's not like we're sitting there being like, how can we fake out the crowd? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's <laughs> right. never. That's not the goal. <laughs> if anything, we're always trying to make things more cohesive. But I think just our personalities and our individual music styles are very eclectic, and um, so it can, you know, it can trying to find that common thread is something we discuss more than how can we make this part different or change. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, I guess it's just kind of how we compose, I guess. And when you're composing, it's always like, you know, you're discussing things in sections. Should we do this for four bars? Should we do this for eight bars? Should we do this? Should we do that? And there's a, an element where if you don't, you can think about it a lot, but if you don't overthink it, I think for us, naturally, it just, things just change up quickly. That's kind of just how we are. It's, I'm not really sure how to put a finger on well, it. Well, you know, from a, from a, listen from a fan standpoint or a listener standpoint it can feel like that that you're trying to fake us out because it, you know <laughs> it's like you're taking us on a on a trip this way and then all of a sudden but we're going in the other direction completely but i get what you're saying like it doesn't come across at least to me it doesn't come across as like disparate it's very fucking cohesive and i think that's the that's the beauty of it is that you guys have this like common ground that you're coming from and all of these awesome reference points that are feeding into this energetically. And then it comes out as this wonderful, the special, and it is, it's, it's such an apt name for the Mm -hmm. band because it is, it's special, it's different. And, and that was like the guy that texted me that day was like, this is different than anything I've heard in a really long time. Have you guys been getting that kind of feedback from people a lot? You guys want to answer? I've answered all, all of them. <laughs> Come on, John. Rory, you got this one. Rory, you're up. It's hard because there's that lag on Zoom. It's like, you're like, who's going? Who's jumping in? I've been oh. taking lessons and teaching lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, there's always a delay. You show someone a riff. And then there's, yeah. so, you know, you're kind of waiting. <laughs> Latency sucks. We're, we're learning it. Yeah. Take that one, Rory. I know you'll have something good to say about that. Vince, hear me okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good. 
my I just got this disclaimer saying my internet connection is unstable. Okay. So as long as you can hear me, we got yeah. you. Um, yeah, I mean we get we get that comment a lot, and you know it's like that's sort of the best thing I could hear from somebody is that if like they haven't heard anything like it, because to me that's intriguing and that's something that someone's going to come back for, mm-hmm. or they're going to show their friend that music and they're going to be that much more likely to pass it on to their friend if it's something super unique and they haven't heard it before. Um, and you know, is that a deliberate thing? Are we trying to make something that's just so unique and 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 wacky that no one has ever heard it before i think that's more of a natural organic process of ours it just comes out that way um and we're kind of a sum of our influences at the end of the day and those are ever evolving from one day to the next there's a lot of common threads of like the progressive rock and kind of pushing the boundaries of what we can do on our instruments and that's been something lately where we've been trying to compose in a way that's at least i've been thinking about things lately with like what can i not play yet and what can i write that I'm going to, you know, be pushing myself to perform in the future, um, kind of pushing the boundaries of that. But as far as like, you know, hearing that from a lot of people, you know, I guess people say that, you know, from time and time again, uh, what the original thing you said was what, um, you've never heard anything like that or something or like really unique sound or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say that we've had a lot of people reach out after this album, which has been awesome. Um, a lot of musicians and fans and people that have either just heard the band for the first time or been friends with us for a long time. Obviously, you know, we've been playing together, you know, for like 15 years. And so we have a lot of friends that have been with us throughout all that. And um, yeah, so it's been cool to hear from people from all kind of walks of life about the record. Um, It's gotten a really good response. It's we're definitely really proud of it. So we were happy that other people felt that way too and it's just a weird unique time to put out music right now um and even though it sucked to not tour behind it uh i think it was accessible in a way because a lot of our fans and friends and colleagues were chilling at home and got to like digest an album and weren't maybe as busy or active as they normally are so it's 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 been weird (laughs) it's good and it's it's constantly unfolding differently but it's been a cool experience to release an album during this time, honestly, and the feedback has been really awesome. So you know, we have you, that to be thankful for, for sure. You said something there I want to touch on. Like we kind of talked about it at the beginning of this, but this is, I'm talking like 20, 2020 coming into this year on a personal level. It's fucking hard, man. It It's rough. And I don't know about you guys, but like, even down to identity has been a question at times because we're not out doing anything, you know? Um, I think as a band or a podcast, a lot of your identity can be wrapped up in that thing. You are less special. We are no simple road. Like it's that thing. And then it be, <clears throat> you kind of lose that, distance between you and that you become it and then when it stops it's really hard to figure out that new space and and you you know you talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the interview about how like you know you just kind of pivoted and made the best of everything but I want to get into that a little bit with you guys like personally have you had to change the way that you approach your music based on everything that's happened 
Yeah, that's a that's de that's deep, and you're totally right. It's a great question. Um, I think that yeah, you know, w with the isolation, everyone's had to, you know, kind of relearn how to be with themselves, and and I think a lot of people have been able to work on themselves and improve areas of their life. Not everyone's been that fortunate. People are dying. Right. People are sick. People are in situations where just the need to survive outweighs self-betterment. Um, yes. So in that sense, we're super, I'm super grateful that we have a band and we have this family that we've been able to work on and, and kind of get our mind off everything. You know, we, we have an outlet and not just as musicians, you as well as creators, as right. anybody, you know, and not everybody has that. So, you know, it, it's, it's nice to be able to have that outlet to express yourself artistically and not just go on Twitter or Facebook and scream at strangers, which everyone does too. But I think that <laughs> that's the shitty side of it. And the good side is hopefully a bunch of cool art and music will be coming out soon as people start to get together again. But yeah, yeah it's wild. It's, it's tough. It's a, it's really mixed blessing in a lot of ways. And, yep. and, and you bring up a good point, man. Like the, the thing about being grateful, um, there is, you have to have gratitude because you have that outlet, you have that thing and you have your brothers around you and you have your fans. And, uh, yeah, that's fucking huge, man. And like you said, there's people that are hurting and, and all that. But I just wonder like, cause <clears throat> I'm, this is completely selfish that I'm asking you guys this question. Honestly, like, because we've had to change the way that we do the show because, yeah. you know, we were going from festival to festival, from show yeah, to show. Things changed, so we had to. And and we had to fucking figure it out. And honestly, at the beginning of this thing, like, I'm, I was going, how the fuck do we continue doing a live music podcast? There is no live music. It's not happening. And uh, it made us, like, dig deeper. Have you found that? Like, the music is coming from a different place now? I think early on we were channeling it a little bit, maybe um, the isolation or something. We did like a, a, a more mellow set stream in our studio. Mm -hmm. It was April. Um, a lot of All sad songs. Yeah, a lot of sad <laughs> piano songs. Felt good to wallow a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we have some new material that I guess sort of deals in a broad sense with you know, the state of the world. We're big fans of this band Gojira who sort of has a, a global vibe to a lot of their, their heavy, very powerful music. Mm -hmm. We have some new stuff cooking up that, um, you know, you, you channel what surrounds you and your environment. So yeah, I guess everything's in there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes That's sense. That's a good point. You know, that was another thing that struck me about you guys is, is the lyrics to the songs. It's not, it's not bullshit. There's, there's some real meat yeah, in there. substance. Yeah. And, um, who's, is that a collaborative thing when you're doing lyrics or is it one of you? That's the, the poet. So we're big rush fans and you guys might know, you know, the, who wrote the lyrics for rush? Neil? Apple. I got him. Hold on. He's right Apple. here. It was, it was, wow. oh, Neil, Neil Pert. Okay. <laughs> Neil it was Neil. <laughs> it was Neil. It was Neil all the way. Okay? It was me all the way. I don't think we're releasing video for this, right? But Rory's. Da, 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 no, we da, are. Da, da, da. We are. Da, da, da. So people can see uh, Neil Pert, the drummer, wrote, I think, yeah, most of the lyrics or all the lyrics. Do you know, Rory? Yeah, all, most of them. 
Wow. So we want to definitely start exploring that. We all write a little bit. Um, Luke has written some great songs, uh, Optimus Prime slot on the Omni Squid record and then American Apocalypse on the Sheen record. Um, so I definitely want them to, uh, I want you guys to write some stuff for me to sing. It actually makes my job easier. <laughs> there you go. Uh-oh. Rory writes here. rhythms. He's got yeah, a notebook rhythms. full of rhythms there. Okay. That's, okay. that's like, that's wizardry. As far as I'm concerned, Seeing Rory doesn't have a journal or a dream journal. He writes dream rhythms when he wakes There's up. Different things whatever tribal beat is in his head, he has to notate it in his wow. book. Whoa. It's actually a list of horror movies that I need to watch. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> different. That's a nice. different list. Okay, wait, wait, wait! Don't don't put the list away. I want to know what's on the list. <laughs> Yeah, it's, from a, uh, it's from a it's from a pretty obscure 80s horror documentary it's called in search of darkness part okay. two but as they go through the movies in the 80s i write down the ones i haven't seen one luke has seen alligator it's supposed to be really good That's, oh great, my god it's great <laughs> 70s fun. chicago schlocky creature feature yep. yes fun fun house and apple early... you seen alligator yes my you, man yeah. like oh it? yes we yes we've seen that <laughs> so there you go alligator is a classic so i want to see that i'm into that um we saw Crawl last year. That was pretty good, or the year before. Oh, yeah. Uh, Funhouse, fun early Toby Cooper. Oh, you haven't seen Funhouse? Um, I haven't seen Funhouse. It's on the oh, list. my God. Yeah, with the little mutant guy who lives in the carnival. That is a great movie. Toby. A couple more. Graduation Day. Uh, you guys can't tell. We watch a lot of horror movies. Deep I'm Red. loving it. Seen, but there's a lot on here. Saturday the 14th. Bunch oh, of that's, a, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, that's you, awesome. You're talking that's about like me and Apple's There's entire high school life back right there. back in the eighty back in the eighties <laughs> oh, nice. going to the magazine. Do you guys remember? It was around for quite a while. The Fangora magazine. Oh yeah, we, I used to get Fangora. The, it might even still be around. Okay, wow. that's I wasn't sure. I went away for a while, then I heard it came back. But there's nothing yeah. like those old one. I mean, nowadays with the CGI, you can do any. There's nothing yeah, like, like the that. Reading 80s, about how right? they made the severed heads and how they made blood right. squirt from stuff, and then oh, yeah, the practical effects are why the '80s are so great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and those movies were not. I mean, it, okay, they were scary a little bit at the time. Looking back, it's they cheesy, were scary, but but it was <laughs> yeah, like some of them for sure. It was like fucking hilarious. Now, when you look back on it, yeah. it's like. Holy shit. One of, one of the best things about the ones <laughs> yeah. from the 70s and 80s was the soundtrack. The soundtracks back then, oh, yeah. like the John Carpenter soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's, yeah. That shit's still spooky as hell. <laughs> that's that's yeah. spooky as shit. Yeah, that shit, that, that's what set that setting and made you on the edge of your seat and everything. So, oh, 100%. So, Have you guys checked out? You know, John Carpenter just released an album called Lost Themes 3. No. He's released three of these volumes. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I said, write it down. Yeah, it, they're great. It <clears throat> they came out a couple weeks ago. He makes he composes a lot of the music with his son, and some of it is unused music from movies he did in the '80s. Some of it is new compositions. But man, it's just like this Miami Vice nightmare vibe. It's like <laughs> really fucking cool, like vaporwave horror movie stuff. It's awesome. John okay, Carpenter's one of my favorite stuff to put on when you're laying in bed in the dark at night. Exactly. Yeah, good shit. All right, so guys, if you could take any old horror movie and redo the, Sword. yeah, no, redo it. Yeah, that's a great. We so I don't know if you guys know that <clears throat> around uh, Halloween this year we actually did a at a drive-in movie we did a live score to the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. No, which is an old no silent way. horror movie. Yeah, 
So we've done that. We talk about that. That's rad. <laughs> okay, oh, that's really cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah. That was if anyone, if you guys or anyone listening wants to check it out, it's the whole thing's up on our YouTube channel. Okay, you okay. Can, you can also download the audio on our Bandcamp. But what's really cool is our friend Jules Jensen put our audio to the the actual, maybe not the original, but to the actual movie. So you can go on YouTube and you can watch the movie with the special score. Oh, Whoa. that's okay. okay. That's, yeah. we're that's doing that. That's going to be something we got to do. together. Please do. Have yeah. you Please guys done it? it? Have you guys watched it with your score? Yeah, we've checked it out. You've seen, I, I've watched bits and pieces. I haven't watched, I haven't the, watched, I watched it all the, whole, the way through, okay. but... We I'll watched the movie enough. so many times, but working yeah. on it, I think we all like needed a serious break from that movie. Bits <laughs> <laughs> and enough. pieces I've watched, uh, like, w- it works better than I even thought it did. And it was yeah. one of our favorite shows we ever did. It, it was a really cool production. Um, and there, that's, I guess, another example of, hey, we got to pivot and take advantage of something. As soon right. as drive-in shows became a thing, we were like, oh, shit, we have to do a movie score. I'm still surprised not as many bands did it. But it was really cool, and it's something we definitely hope to do more of um, in the future, this yeah. summer, this spring, or whenever. Yeah, that's what? that's awesome because that's all I was thinking about today, driving home, listening to you guys. Like, it feels like cinematic. you guys, yes, very you know, cinematic, very dramatic, very big, very it like holds the space or creates a space, even you know. Mm-hmm. So to know that, I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, be. cool. That'll be a fun one, and it's cool to see what everybody's doing. Like you were just saying, that the stream thing. No, none, none of us. I'm sure you guys aren't. I mean, it's become funner, but everybody wants to be at a live show and everything. But it's amazing to see what everybody's pulling together. Like I'm, yeah. all, Aaron showed me this morning. You guys, it's coming up in March. You're doing the the, the whole Primus thing, which which obviously yes, I, I love Primus. I've seen them probably like seven times, and. Hope, hope to see more of what, you know, it, I just look very forward to seeing that, what you guys do with that. How music. did that come about? Yeah, talk about that for a minute. That's a major synchronicity, Apple, because I was just going to ask you, when you mentioned going to high school in the 80s, I was going to ask you if you, my next question was if you, you know, remember Primus coming up. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Dude. <laughs> yes. It was, it was seminal for us at the time. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to know when you first saw them. Good Studying their music hard, listening to podcasts about them constantly. Uh, first, first time I, I saw them was I'm pretty sure it was for Frizzle Fry. I didn't know who I, I can't remember who they they were opening for somebody, and didn't even know who they were. And then all of a sudden you see this as I, I compare that to the same time like I I saw Tool for the first time. Yeah, yeah. like like you know Les Claypool and Maynard are those type of characters that like make such an impression with their different style of music and the way they look too, like the whole persona. But I remember that that was the first time. What year was that? Apple? Oh God, this like would have 90- been high school. This would have, no, this would have been high school. Uh, Wait, where are you guys from? Where did you it, grow up? Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. So you, you saw Primus and Tool out in Vegas and yeah. this time? Dude, the first time cool. I saw Tool was at a dive bar opening for Blind Melon. Whoa. And in Vegas? In Vegas. Holy shit. And Maynard was as far from me as the camera is right now, like maybe eight feet. And this place wow. is like pretty empty. And he sang the whole set yelling at me. And <laughs> and and when the show ended, I was with my friend Rico and I looked at my friend Rico and I was like, those guys are gonna be fucking huge someday. And he was like, 
they fucking suck. No way. And I'm like, mark my words, dude, they're going to blow up. And like within a year, they were tool, you know? And man, that, that is something that like one of the first things that came to mind when I heard you guys is them like not to compare, but it, it has that same, um, that same drive. Your music has that this same, raw, yeah, kind of heavy, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. grounded. It gets in, in there in horror movies and different things and metal and corn. <laughs> like hearing about the corn, but I just had to look that up though to get a timeline of that. So Frizzle Fry, yeah, it came out in ninety. So I was out of high. I graduated yeah, high school we were in eighty seven. So I, I think it could have even been at a Lollapalooza because those started. I oh, think wow. I went to every one of them. They started in ninety or ninety one. Um, and then I saw them, and that's another one that made an impression. I saw them in Vegas several times. Every time Les Claypool played Vegas at the Aladdin Theater, he would come, he'd do a number in full Elvis, Elvis. regalia. He would come out with like a big fake pompadour hairdo with the cape and all the sparkles and everything like that. And those guys, I mean, they just put on such a hell of a show that was just so different than any of the other music. I mean, you hear his bass. First thought, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Is that a base? Yeah. yeah, and then they come out with sailing the seas of cheese. I mean, like everything they did, he just they always took it to a whole other level. Level, and you know, Tim Alexander, all the. I mean, they just they're they're just masters of what they do. What made you and guys so different? Decide to take this on. Set break. Woo! Set break. I'm ready for set break. I need yeah. a little break. You know when, what? When you're listening to the special, you're gonna need a set break. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what helps the special sound really? I mean, they're already amazing, but if you want to sound, take you know, it up a notch. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the special on weed? No <laughs> shit. Whoa. <laughs> well, weed? if you are up here in our area, in the Portland area. You can go to Define Premium Cannabis. Cannabis. We have a location in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove. Forest Grove. And we will tend your bud. We will we tend will get it. you your topicals, your edibles, your vapables, your dabables. There's so many things, ways to ingest cannabis and CBD. Uh, come visit us. I am at the Hillsboro location. And if you go there Monday through Friday Apple, and ask for Apple, he will come out of the back dressed like a kitty cat. And he will purr and meow his way over to the case, and he will procure the finest cannabis yeah, product. Yeah, try not to knock everything off the counter. I've seen right? him do but, that. but if you come in, you got to make sure to tell us that you are a listener of No Simple Road because you will get a ten percent discount off your purchase every time you come in. Yeah, and we can't that. give you the discount if we don't know that you're a listener. And yeah. your first time in, tell them, and you get a free T-shirt to boot. That's right, to boot, to boot. To boot to boot. So go to <laughs> Define Premium Cannabis either in Hillsboro or Forest Grove. Tell them that you're a No Simple Road family member. Get your 20, 20? No, 10. 10%, 10%, 10% off and free t-shirt. And free t-shirt, Jesus Christ. And just to throw it out there because we do have some exclusives. Artifact Extracts is one of the dab companies we carry. Mm-hmm. And we have a special. We're one of four dispensaries in all of Oregon that get special drops from TJ's Garden that collaborated with Artifact Extracts. So if you want some amazing dabs, come visit us. Whoa, define premium cannabis. And have you ever listened to the special out of a cat that you got from Electric Fish Lights? Shit. We might. We, we, we just I, might. I'm gonna. Yeah, we just might get a little kitty from Electric Fish Lights that is pumping out some high quality, unique, artistically designed 
lights light fixtures for your home using this not thing just for your called, home or for for wherever yeah for, for your studio we have one right yeah. now that's changing colors Absolutely. as we are doing this for your I was porch so amazed by it today for, for your reason. christmas tree so check this out it, they create these lights using a thing called iq technology IQ. iq technology is 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes and when you put those together they can pretty much put together Anything that you can imagine, your favorite sports team, your favorite cartoon character, your, I don't know, you think of it. It's not my job to pick your light. It's your job. To think pick about the light. space you want to light up and think about what it is that you would like to see in that space. Contact Electric Fish Lights, tell them what you thought up, and they will help you recreate it. All the lights come with a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED bulb. A 12-foot cord and a hardware kit to hang the light. They are safe to use outdoors. They are great for your easy up at a festival because there's festivals getting ready to come right. back. Yeah. They're, they're great for your man cave, for your podcast studio. For, for your spa. Like Mel was saying, on top of your Christmas tree, you could just hang it out on they your They have them porch. at restaurants I've seen. I mean, these they're, the possibilities really are endless. And I did an awesome thing for my family and got like, five different or actually it's the same thing but five um puerto rican flags and sent them out to my family and so to light up as a commemorative piece for my passed away uncle and oh, so yeah it was really sweet so you guys can do something like that think of something amazing you know your daughter's hurt in sweet 16 your son just got you know football scholarship do something awesome yeah think outside of the box uh-huh. and light up the box with something dope yeah man so go to electricfishlights.com and when you're checking out, put in the promo code NSR and you're going to get 10% off. And any NSR family member that orders the color changing light upgrade will get a limited edition, no simple road, electric fish lights, collaborative print. So electricfishlights.com at electricfishlights on Instagram. Go tell them what you want. Look yourself up. Wait, it's getting time to. I hear some funky bass too. start oh, back I'm, up I'm, again. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Some funky bass. Yeah. Here it comes. Set breaks right. over. I mean, yeah, Primus is one of the biggest influences on us, I would say, as well as Tool. Those are bands that we've listened to since we were kids. I mean, me and Rory have been like jamming Primus songs since we were literally 15, you know. Um, We saw Primus for the first time in 2003 on the Tour de Fromage, and it was a pretty life-changing show. Um, I'd been a big fan, and just the way that they were approaching that material and jamming on it and these big, heavy, dark sounds, it was incredible. Um, And so we've played a lot of Primus throughout our career, the three of us. Just let my basset hand out here. There you go, Claude Rouge. Um, (laughs) He comes in as he pleases. But uh, so, you know, we've always played, been playing Primus songs. We've done Primus sets at festivals. We've even done a special place Oysterhead set before, and we were scheduled to do some more of them this past summer. But uh, basically, you know, when the more that we talked about it, we were the Frizzle Fry thing just had come up casually where we know so many songs off the album. We kept saying, like, you know, we could just do Frizzle Fry. And every time we learn a new song, we're closer to doing Frizzle Fry. So it was a set we've been talking about for a couple of years. And then when quarantine started and the conversation about stream started, um, the special place Frizzle Fry was always kind of at the top of our list of things we wanted to do. Um, the album obviously was a focus. Then we did the New Year's stream, um, a big uh, idea there was to play the songs off Ancient Homies Live for the first time, and that was a big undertaking with that production and to learn some of these songs for the first time. So then we wa- we got to totally pivot <laughs> again and just do something new. And Frizzle Fry was a crazy cool challenge, but it was something to build on that we've been working on our whole lives, really. 
um, and yeah. now seemed like a cool time to just bunker down and do it. And it's been a wild challenge, but it's been really fun for all of us. Um, we've been, uh, I, I've guested on the Primus Tracks podcast a couple times. These guys are both going to go on there as well. It's an awesome podcast. And so we've been chatting with Tim Sawyer, who used to be their tech. And just getting oh, and giving, I'm giving a lot of bass lessons to kids that are learning Primus stuff. So I've just been very much in Primus world lately. Um, it's, a it's a weird a world. world. It's a good world. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good, weird, weird world. world. It's a weird yeah. and wonderful world for sure. Uh, but yeah, this. So we we've all been working our asses off, and uh, we're excited about this. So this is going to be a this is going to be something cool for us for sure. I think, and hopefully for everybody else. Wow. March twelfth. Is that correct, Luke? Yeah, March 12th, Friday. We're calling it Frizzle Friday. Frizzle Friday. Ah. Friday. We'll be there. <laughs> Hell awesome. Yeah. You know. It, you mentioned something. Go ahead, Apple. Hi. Well, no, I was going to back up just for a sec because I, I just remember one of the one of the uh, ones. I, God, I forget what album was where it was ninety four. Um, seeing them at Lollapalooza, I was up in Denver, and it was it was like Dinosaur Junior, Primus, Alice in Chains was one of the headliners, and that's yeah. when I first heard Tool. When he was talking about Tool, we're watching Dinosaur Junior, who was you know huge at the time. Loved Jay Mascus, but we're yeah, we saw them play with Primus actually. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, and then, yeah, and then they're yeah. they're great. That's a great bill together. But we're watching Dinosaur Junior, and all of a sudden we hear on the side stage, we just hear this, and it's like overpowering, even though it's not turned up as loud as the main stage. All the crowd started kind of leaving. Dinosaur Junior goes see what was going on, and here's Maynard. And his lumber, he had the Liberty Spikes and everything, the lumberjack pajamas with the ass flap down with his ass <laughs> hanging out and just like skewing and making these beastly noise. And, and it was, that was another game changer. That's, I just wanted to back up yeah. to that because that <laughs> was another great. band like Primus that came along and also reminds us of you guys. It's like something you'd never heard before. Mm-hmm. It had pieces of so many things of like, Obviously, they liked Iron Maiden and all the bands that did that thing and Dio with the big productions. But then the rawness of, you know, Black Sabbath, early 70s, all these things brought together but presented in their own unique way. I mean, these guys are just masters of that. And Tool, you know, they're they're one of the best to me at doing that. And it's a good point. It's cool to hear you tell a story like that so early in their career. To me, one of the most amazing things about Tool is their longevity. Yeah. Um, you know, we got to go and see them on the Fear Inoculum tour at Mohegan Sun, which was a pretty small place for them to play. That was an amazing experience. And right when we started tracking some of the songs for Ancient Homies was when they started releasing um, uh, Fear Inoculum. Mm-hmm. Like the day we went to the studio to record Snell's Fleet, which is a pretty Tool-inspired That's song. That's an amazing, yeah, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they released the Fear Inoculum single that day. So it was incredible to just, this this album we never knew would come as like lifelong Tool fans, and for it to come and be as incredible as it was and as like grandiose and epic was super inspiring too, and just... The, just the the riff lords they're just riff lords, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> riff lords. Yeah. So you guys were you guys go all three together you got to catch the tour before it was canceled that that, yeah. that was that was my rider his nephew that lives with us march 11th up here at moda center in portland uh, that was our last show as we found out they were trying oh, cool. to cancel the show before it happened but they weren't able to you already had twenty thousand tool fans inside the venue so wow. they had to let it go, and as we were leaving, they were taught that everything was locked down. They're like, NBA has been canceled yeah. as we're leaving on March 11th. So that wow. was like the last show we got right. I got 
in right under the COVID Maynard lockdown. Maynard sent Epic you in the, in the lockdown. Oh, yeah. dude. It, yeah. It just, I mean, the, the, the effects and everything that they brought to this tour just is oh, it's unreal. mind-blowing. No, Nobody could stand up is all I remember. We were taking turns, like, took a little sacrament or something to have a good time, and you tried to stand <laughs> up, and the visuals <laughs> and the music would just knock you back down, and you're like, yeah. okay, I got to sit the fuck down, man. <laughs> yeah it was it floored you and that production was unreal and the sound was yeah they just keep bring raising the bar that it's uh it's incredible that's and so that's a theme for you guys yeah. too you said the same thing about you know about primus raising the bar and you guys are kind of like going at that higher stake so what's after this what's what's coming next mm-hmm uh, touring with Tool and Primus. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, having them open for you. That's what's yeah. next. That's the ult- the ultimate. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. I love that answer. That's great. So, it, what, I'm just, well, I'm curious. Go ahead. No, no. I'll, I'm just Please. curious talking about that, like where things are going forward. How's it looking back there with you? I mean, we're starting to see like Florida, the South are starting to really kind of open up and having shows and stuff. I'm just wondering how it's looking for you guys. Anything on the books or still? Well, it's encouraging to see things start to open back up and um, venues and things like that. You know, our management and agency, Claw, shout out our manager and Steve Contreras at Royal Artist Group and Jamflow Management, they've been crushing it for us and just haven't missed a beat and they're just constantly ear to the ground and looking for opportunities and getting inquiries. So we're constantly booking shows, but the things, you know, as they are, shows just keep getting pushed back. So things that were in April, now we're in May, now we're in July. So things are on the books, but they, you know, are getting pushed back as things change. Um, We do have a couple things that are announced. We'll be playing at Jibber Jazz, some kind of jam festival in Pennsylvania in um, April, we're, we're going to be headlining that with our friends, the Magic Beans yeah. from Colorado. That's a really cool festival. I don't know if you guys have checked that no. out. It's very like it's it, it's pretty, you know, it, it's P- Pennsylvania, a lot of regional bands, but it's a lot of cool, like up and coming prog bands and weird bands and um, heavier bands. So we played that a lot and that hopefully will still happen. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that is? We have things in the world. I don't know if I can say yeah, things that no, are happening. I get it. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. Because they don't know either. You know what sure. I mean? So nobody, everyone's just playing this this weird game together. But the fact that everyone's chomping at the bit everywhere in the industry yeah. is encouraging for, for everybody. Yes. You know? It is encouraging. It really is. It, it shows that no one's sleeping on it. We're just waiting. Right. Well, right. There, was, there was a moment in like April, May, June last year when I was like, I don't know if music's coming back, man. I don't know. You know, like, and now I, after talking to you guys and, and other people, there's no fucking way, man. Like, like you said, everybody's chomping at the bit. Like there's a, a festival down in Northern California, hog farm hideaway. And, uh, they just announced their lineup and, um, beginning of june yeah and so there is stuff like getting ready to come out of the gate and i think that like what we're gonna see is a renaissance after this because there's so many people like you guys that have like been in the creative woodshed for over a year and there's this just wellspring of energy that's waiting to come out and uh you know, people have been writing and, and doing all this stuff. So 
I, as a fan, like I'm super excited to see what's going to happen because I know I appreciate the experience way more than I ever did. It's a fucking privilege to get to see a show. And I never thought of it like that before. Do you guys see it different now playing? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I can't wait <laughs> to play again. <laughs> okay. But you know, I, and I think that you know, while it, it's tough when you think about the venues that have closed, I think that yeah. you know, hopefully, some places will reopen. And what's you know, I think that yeah, like you said, you know, things are gonna. I think they'll be different, and they'll take a while. But I think we'll it, live music isn't gonna go away, even if things change a little bit for a while. And if I think we will get back to the way that things were in packed clubs and things like that. But I think for a while, yeah, it's gonna be outdoor events and less people and spread out and different places i've seen like more farms in connecticut have venues than you know like uh, like certain cities this year which is weird but you know it's allowed us some cool opportunities that we weren't able to do before we held a, a socially distant overnight event at club getaway which is a camp that i grew up at in connecticut in the in the berkshires and you it was potted it was all pods limited capacity you came with the group and you had a cabin for the night and everybody was really respectful and cool and the event went off without a hitch super successfully wow um, how yeah, super creative how does it feel playing a show like that because I, I i'm curious man because i haven't been to a potted show right and yeah. i i've gotten 50 50 from people that have been some people are like fuck it was awesome and i had a way killer experience and then i've talked to other people who are like I want to be smelling sweat and have people, you know, stepping on my foot and spilling beer on me. I don't want to. Yeah, be I mean, it depends. Like a lot of people are all good on that. For them, it, they love it. Um, you know, I they I think it's kind of cool the way that it worked was, was you know you're you're with your group of people. Obviously, you need the space for it. Um, you know, people can kind of walk in, uh, around in between pods, but just keep it to four people or whatever the the guideline is, and. I mean, for everyone there, it was a really special experience. Mm-hmm. It was in October. It was also everyone's first like live ex- music experience in a long time. Wow. So it was really special. It was kind of a proof that it can still happen. It's not going to go away. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, there was no complaints. Like under Starry Night b- by a mountain on a giant lawn with your homies, yeah. people liked it. <laughs> I know? was feeling the love, too. I was feeling like it didn't feel uh, less than like as far no. as that, in the crowd. We You could hear them screaming. You could you know, see them, you know, when the lights would flash on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was a great experience. That's yeah, good to hear. Yeah. Cause you know, uh, Billy strings just, um, I, is he still doing he's it? Still yeah. Doing he's still it. doing it. The deja vu experiment. And, yeah. you know, just watching him, he's playing incredibly. Everything sounds dope. And then they change the angle of the camera And then there's, you know, you just see nothing. And it was just so shocking to me because he's still playing with that same fervor that, you know, but then you see nothing. And of course, like you guys, it's, it's gonna be a little different, but to hear that you guys feel in the love and, and that it, even if it doesn't need to be crowded, just knowing that people are there. Yeah. Just a little bit of people. So that's cool. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a great point. That's kind of how it is. I remember uh, Tim Palmieri, our friend, amazing guitarist from Kung Fu and The Breakfast, always said, you know, no matter if it's 20 people or 200 people, you play as hard as you can, no matter what, or something to that effect. Yeah. Right. Has more wisdom, but... Um, <laughs> and, and it's true. That's kind of... That's that's an outlet you... That most musicians and performers have. 
it kind of takes you back to our early days, back to when we were kids. We would play in John's basement, and we would throw what we call basement shows. It would be like Friday, and we'd invite over like four or five of our friends, maybe sometimes just three, and they would just kind of we'd set up some chairs, they'd sit around, and we would jam, and they would hang out, smoke bowls, whatever. And it was just kind of us experimenting and jamming for a few of our friends, but it felt intimate and it felt cool. And it was different than just you with the three of you playing music. Sometimes there's almost more intimacy and it can be almost more of an intense experience to play in a small shared space than playing like opening for a band that doesn't give a fuck about us in some giant, you know, warehouse or something. Right. It's it's become more special. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it really has. Well, yeah, that, that yeah. goes about, like I said, it's a, like seeing Tool on a small side stage was, yeah. that first time I saw him <laughs> was so magical in a different way compared to this March 11th, which was magical, but it was blown up in an arena with, you know, there is, it's just so much, music is so sacred in so many different ways. And like some of those, those are some of the most coveted shows ever. Right. Like the Grateful Dead starting out in the sixties with the, you know, the same acid thing. Tests. Acid test playing to a group of friends and right. building from there and getting feedback from your friends and family. And I wanted to ask you guys too, you just brought up sacred. Your artwork and, uh, your, the brand, of the special has a very occult feel to it. Um, who's who's in charge of that? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the art is, um, you know, it's a collaboration. We don't make it ourselves, but we always talk about it, and we're all involved in the conversations. The hoodie that Johnny has there, that's our Ancient Homies album cover, and that was drawn by our good friend Essex, who's um, an amazing bass producer and just a really awesome artist. We've always loved his style. Yeah, um, great It's kind of cartoony, it's dark, but it's got an edge to it. Um, I mean, me and Rory are definitely really into horror movies. You know, I, I love occult shit. I just watched 30 Coins, which is some of the dopest Spanish occult horror I've ever seen. <laughs> Shout out 30 Coins if anyone wants to check that out. HBO. Okay, I got to watch that. I got it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. Check that out, Apple. But um, yeah, I mean, in our our, uh, Jamflow management, we have to shout out um, Claw and Cron. They've been doing an awesome job with some of the artwork and posters. This one I've got framed behind me. Yeah, it has this kind of a bit of an ancient kind of civilization vibe. I don't know. I guess I think we're all just kind of drawn to that sort of thing. There's some that was Lava Labs who did our New Year's Eve print, which is really cool. That's dope. That's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, he took the little heads there from the ancient homies. And his attention to detail on this print, you'll see like there's little um like some kind of almost looks like Japanese characters. It's a very cool print. I think they're sold out. Um but anybody can just check out lespecial.net slash merch or store and any prints we still have are up there and we totally do have prints for sale do the, the um, but yeah i don't know amazing. i guess we, we we like that kind of vibe we like yeah. dark and kind of psychedelic and tribal and ancient but you know you know has maybe an edge of of comic relief there as well i, guess. I like that the the happy part is the edge yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> our edginess is when there's something happy or major <laughs> that's perfect well, you know there's a there's a definite feeling to that man like I remember going and seeing Butthole Surfers on acid as a kid. <laughs> and nice. that, that talk about darkness. And there was like, but there's no, le- there's no comic relief. Like you're going to, you're going to that show and you're going to leave fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> but with you guys, it's it's not like that. It's there is that little bit of like we're gonna come at you hard, and we're gonna might hit you in the stomach, but we're gonna pat you on the back too. <laughs> you know, we're gonna say, "Let me help you up there, buddy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> what I, happened? I appreciate That's that. It, yeah. I I do, man. Like, I love dark shit. I love it. But I I love to know that it's not gonna take me out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I I like to know that it's not gonna fucking and and the and the game and the special yeah. feels like that. It's you're gonna you're taking us on a ride, but. The ride's gonna stop, and we're gonna we're gonna go have a beer. It's a ride. It's not life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That that's that's cool. Um, I, I dig that, Aaron. That's a cool way of putting it. Um, I think that you know, yeah, I I think darkness and heavy music and stuff like that can be kind of off putting to people, and we don't want to be like that. We don't want to f- people to feel scared or weirded out or be too abrasive. We, and we love a lot of metal music, but I can understand how it's too abrasive for some people. Um, like sometimes for me, I'm really vibing to a groove and then the vocals, oh, and I'm like, ah, I didn't need that. So I, it's different strokes for different people. But, um, you know, for us, it's kind of like bands like Tool and Primus. Again, I feel like right. you have to kind of embrace that darkness to find that light and yeah. that duality is important. And if you're just always everything's good, man, we're all good. We're straight. And you're like, you sure? You're like, ah, oh. like, you know what I mean? You got to. <laughs> well, I just yeah. shut my pants. It's not always all good and it's <laughs> no. OK. You, you, from darkness comes the light and all that shit so i was was gonna ask what you guys probably are but the like the prog rock thing with somebody which we discovered not too long ago to osric tentacles are you familiar with them yeah they're awesome i i've seen them a couple times uh, in boston i they might have played that festival jibber jazz that i was talking about whether it was here with us or not yeah, they're badass. Yeah, yeah. That's another one that kind of just has a mix of like so much going on. You one moment you got the crazy flute player doing stuff, and then it's like just metal riffs, and they're, yeah, they're very amazing. Seventies prog. Wook's gone insane. That's what Osric Tentacles is. We the first time yes. we saw it was a a video from yeah, like, the Pong Master Ball. Yeah, like right. two thousand four or something like that, and it's just like. What the actual fuck am I seeing right well, now? Well, so we, we were like, we were like, this is like what, J- which I, I love Jane's addiction. It was like this was what Jane's addiction was trying to be. <laughs> like they took it to a whole like. We we looked at the one dude playing the flute. We're like, you can't out high that guy. That's like the highest dude in the He's, world. Yeah, nobody's higher than that guy right there playing the flute, dancing around on the stage. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's probably on another level. I mean, for sure. Well, the music was actually coming from the ceiling in geometric patterns that night. So, you know, it was a good night. It was a really good night. You guys are out on another plane. Yeah, yeah, we were having fun. They were were there with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Exactly that. (laughs) Fuck, you just out hide him. Flashbacks to Osric Tentacles. You guys, what a fun night. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I want to go around like, okay, I'm going to. I don't know if your screens are the same as mine. Let's go. Jonathan, I'm going to ask each one of you one silly ass oh, question. like Hollywood Squares. Yeah, Hollywood Squares before we go. Nice. <laughs> so, squares, baby. So Mel asked me a question a while back, and I've, I've asked one other artist this question, but it, it took me a day to answer, and I want to see if it doesn't take you a day. Um, what's your perfect day look like? We almost called the album. Question. We almost called the album the perfect day. No shame. Potential potential band name too at one point. Yeah, it was a joke band name at one point too. Oh, it's a great shit. band name. 
the perfect day. All right. What is that? What day? like? Uh, uh, hang on. I, I'll tell you what mine was. Hey. Her, wake up, and I open my eyes, and Mel's got a cup of coffee yeah. for me. That's how the perfect day starts, right? And I then like that. we don't have anything planned, and. We can just hang out and do what we want for the morning. Maybe make breakfast. Go take the dog for a stroll. Ah, shit. He's going to want to go now that I said that. And be able to do that. (laughs) And then, like, maybe have friends over to the house and cook dinner for everybody and hang out. That's a fucking perfect day as far as I'm concerned. Okay? I don't like all the cooking in that day, but everything else sounds good. I'll cook. (laughs) So, Jonathan, which perfect day? And that's not far off for me, you know. Um, throw some music in there, some time to like listen to Frizzle Fry, <laughs> what the hell Larry's doing, and then listen to Frankie and Josh talk about it on Primus Tracks. Um, I mean, I've just been so energized, like learning about the Bay Area scene in the 80s and how it was this just potent place for people to be creative and punk rock and you know, if you think of the context that during that time, that was hair metal and glitz and right. glamour. And these guys were like doing something different. So I don't know. That's inspired uh, this whole project too. So that's, I guess that's the perfect day. If I get to kind of explore one of my favorite bands and play it with my bros, it's been really enriching and cool to learn about them. And it just gives you a new angle into music. And so, yeah, pretty much what you said, being home and uh, eating a good meal and playing some, some music. Cool. Luke? The perfect day. Well, where to begin? The sun rises soft over love the it. eastern hill. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, that was a good uh, story. Yeah. Man. I, I, I sat back. I did. Shit. No, I don't want... Already, already, it's too bright for me. I want to <laughs> okay. go over, overcast. No, I like overcast days. I'm, I lived oh. in England as a kid. I like rain. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, any co- good coffee, good food, any day you can play music is a great day in any capacity, mm-hmm. whether it's playing a sold out show, whether it's playing in a living room with for a few friends or when it's playing with two people. That's always a plus. I love to I miss being social and hanging out at the venue or the club and seeing my friends and fist bumping and seeing the bands and how you been, bro? You know, mm-hmm. all that shit. I miss that. And then, but afterwards, be able to get that kind of intimate time with whoever your crew is, your girl, your close friends, and just like throw a movie on and smoke a fat spliff, maybe a little hash. You got some of that good Spanish hash sprinkle on there. Come to Portland. Um, we got, we you. got all kinds of good stuff in Portland. Apple manages yeah, for, a dispensary. <laughs> oh, for real, man. We got to get out there, bro. Yeah, yeah you real. do. <laughs> but that's my vibe. Yeah, and, and throw on a movie and just chill. So I, I, I like it if it has kind of both sides of it, if I can be active and social and musical and then chill too, then that's a, that's a good balance for me. Right on. All right, Rory, you got you got a lot to live up to here, man. We got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get I get to go last, so I'm gonna include a lot of those things. I mean, I love coffee, so good cup of coffee in the morning is my vibe. Yeah. Um, good night's sleep. I've been trying to sleep more lately, trying to get my full eight hours, which I generally do not get when I'm on the road. Um, so a nice night's sleep, good cup of coffee in the morning, some time to practice. I feel like if I don't get to practice my instrument or play my instrument during the day, I get kind of antsy. So get a couple hours of practice in, whether it's by myself or with the guys or with whoever, play some music. Um, Have some time to get outside if you can, if it's a nice day. Spend some time outside. Uh, Spend some time with the fam, my son, my girl. Um, 
and then get some good food in there. Obviously, you got to have some good food in the perfect day. Fuck yeah. Um, but you know, the the more time I get to play my drums in a, in the perfect day would probably be optimal. So that is awesome. Yeah. And you got to throw guys. some good some good weed in there too. Yeah, yeah. Have but, some good weed. I guess some weed from Apple day. Dispensary in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Weed and or pen, whatever's available. All so, of it. <laughs> guys know, all the above i so. like that well all of it even aaron like all it, it, it's all those special Coffee. little like the simple things yeah. in life and nobody nobody was like uh you know getting on my jet and going to- <laughs> no, no, no shit, wait, wait, hold on let me take let me start mine one more time <laughs> as the jet the rose into the eastern the, sun my oh. jet is I'm waiting jet. for me <laughs> i've got a ton of weed on the jet yes <laughs> we're going to amsterdam I'm going to Snoop Dogg's yeah. he's my pilot. Oh. Yeah, yeah, shit. Wait, this day is way more perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna mix that in. My answer is is a combination of those two days. Hell yeah, you guys, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for fucking hanging out with us. Yeah. And I can't wait to see you live. I yeah. can't fucking wait. Yeah, you, you guys have been, become a big soundtrack to our lives uh, in 2020. Yeah, and, man. Uh, awesome. When we really, really needed music. Something and I mean, new. you guys been, I wish we would have known about you sooner, but it came at a time that was like really needed. You guys have become very special to us through all Truly. this. Oh, that's awesome. Really appreciate awesome. it. It was awesome to connect with you guys. And yeah. we hope to hang with you on the Primus stream. You know, hang out in the chat, say what up. Um, it's been awesome to connect with you guys, too. Thanks for having us on tonight. I'm going to stop recording because I want to tell you something. Hang on a second. Cool. Uh-oh. This will... Thanks, guys. <laughs> He's got to stop recording. This is always serious. Man. He's like, we can't have, we can't have this.
cool group of guys, man. That was that was la special. La special and that is very was special. very special. That was worth the wait too, because I think when we first went to do this, it was going to be just Jonathan, and then and we we didn't know enough yet. No, now we got to mm-hmm. listen to him more and yeah. let it really sink in. And uh, yeah, these guys are these guys. This is cool having the whole band. It was really cool. It was worth the wait. I I feel like after talking to them, I really I understand the music. A lot better. That was nice, Mel. Yeah, sorry. Right, right. just let it happen, baby. <laughs> just fuck it. That was the From dog. There. That was the dog. Yeah. No. Wow. I, you know what? I'm going to take credit for that. You, got everybody out there, I'm, I could not stop it. You yeah, forgot we did. were recording. I did forget we were recording. <laughs> we I never would have normally done that, but I, it had to happen. So check this out. We, we right have here. two huge Excuse softbox me. lights going, a camera. We're on microphones with headphones on, being blasted by light, and she forgot we were recording. That's the way we roll around here. <laughs> Just shows you that No Simple Road is coming from an authentic place. Now, yeah. you know what, man? I understand their music a lot better. Those guys are super fucking cool. And getting to meet them like that, you can see the the influence and you can... They, you could, just the they remind me of other than like the question like i always forget that like being older that younger musicians are like fuck dude you saw you got to in see so and so and shit it's they true. remind me of us in the 80s you know it, it, it's yeah like like the whole the horror, horror movie thing everything it's like all the same thing you know kind what's of like, 30 coins 30 coins is a new show on hbo it's uh it's it's uh in spanish so it's subtitled and that's why I haven't watched it yet. I didn't realize it's been getting really good reviews. And it's like he said, it's like kind of like Spanish horror. And it's a series. It's not just a movie. And I think they released the whole season at once. Okay. That's but cool. I haven't watched it. You know, those. it's one of those things. You got to be in the mood. You got to be alert. For me, I got to be alert and awake to watch a subtitled movie. Otherwise, I start reading and I start getting drowsy. And it's. Yeah. But now after hearing what Luke said was like, it was like some of the best horror i've seen check it out but it doesn't seem like horror i don't know you gotta see you guys if you didn't know who they are you know who they are now if you did know who they are you really know who they are now so there you go yeah this is a good great conversation that was a lot of fun man i can't wait till music starts happening live again i'm gonna say it one last time he can't wait. I can't wait to tell the music. Those guys to come to. play Portland. You have to, babe. I know. I don't want to though. You can say that, but I, I was gonna say how many times our lives we spent <laughs> say we've all said I can't wait. And it's yeah, like you well, you hang. Yeah, you like, kind of have to. Like, dumb, you know, dumb. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you know what else I can't wait for? What I love you guys. We'll see you next week. For more stuff and things. You can't wait for, can't I wait love for you your love, yeah, you guys. That's right. Well, you're going to have to. I can't wait for the end of the show. I'm <laughs> okay. getting us there. That's All right. where I was going. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Excuse my burp. And <laughs> thanks for being on the show. So the special. Uh, Luke, Rory, and Jonathan. That was super awesome. Yep. And fun. I can't wait to watch the score to the, uh, to the movie now. Yeah, that's going to be dope. Yep, uh, that's Friday night movie night. You guys. We'll see you again. See you next week. 
take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Wash your hands. That's just good hygiene. That has nothing to do with COVID. That's true. Yeah. Just wash fucking. <laughs> that's a damn good habit. You're a filthy human being. You have a meat sack that's like sweats and weird stuff happens with it. Just wash your hands. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. to tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Hey, music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy.